What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Scott Benjamin. And I am Ben Volan. It took me a second. I was trying to think of something uh, funny to say. Nothing clever today, huh? You know, the guys at Tech Stuff, uh, or my buddy uh, Jonathan, has, has this habit of uh, putting in a quotation at the beginning of everything. Does he? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what are you going to hit us with? I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to bite his style. Oh, I gotcha. You know he stalks. He stalks you, right? <laughs> no. Me? Yeah. In particular? Sure, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It's weird. He's got like a poster of you it's at his desk. Really strange. I'm just saying he listens to these things, so he shouldn't bite his style. Oh, oh, yeah. Is is, is the the point I'm Understood. trying to make. Tech stuff is great. Yes. 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 Uh, okay. Actually, uh, actually, I am a fan of the show. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> but um, let's see if we can let's see if we can fish a segue out of this because well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah I think we can. I Maybe. have something. Sure, you ready? Yeah. Okay, because for us to um, bite Jonathan and Chris's style mm-hmm. on that, uh, people would feel like they were buying, uh, you know, a really high end car like an Aston Martin or something, and on the inside. It was a Toyota. Oh, brother. Am I, am I, do you, do you uh, like that one? I don't know. I don't know. Cause I think as you'll find as we go through this, this thing supposedly is Aston Martin throughout. Now, okay. To, to be fair to our listeners and to you, Scott, uh, I am joking. I don't think it's a bad, I don't think it's a bad car or in any way disingenuous. I, I do actually, you know me, man, I'm a fan of compact cars built for urban environments. Sure. I don't like seeing those Hummers in like, the drive-thru. I like small cars. Yeah. I, I, You know what? It's not so much I like small cars as I hate parallel parking large cars. Ah, understood. And you got to parallel park here. Yeah, you definitely do. Now, we're talking about the Aston Martin Signet. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's definitely the way to say it. I've looked it up. It's Signet. <laughs> and uh, it's a weird, na- weird word, but it means apparently young swan. And if you think about it, that's kind of what this this is, I guess. And, and I hate to say it. I mean – is it the ugly duckling thing? 
I, I don't not. know. Oh, I, I, I don't not. think so. I no, don't think so. I think there's some levels like the maybe the demographic is a little different. Well, maybe the, you know, I guess they're, what they're getting at is that this is the young version of mm. of the the grown up Aston Martins that you see on the road. You know, the yeah. vantages, the, uh, the the well, the one seventy sevens. But I doubt if you'll see those no, around here. Maybe if you live in Monte Carlo or something. But um, you know, Aston Martin. It's been around for a long, long time. Ninety seven mm. years at this point, I think they've been around since nineteen fourteen. Yeah, it's almost a hundred years. It, now. It's they've got this long history of hand built sports cars. High end. Very high end. Of course, you know, James Bond drove Aston Martins. Famously. Well. Of course. We had to mention that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> Aston Martin, I mean, and this is in their own words, they say the world is changing and Aston Martin is changing as well. Um, I don't know how much they're really changing because this is just one kind of, uh, it almost feels like a side project to me. How does it feel to you? It does, it feels sort of like, an experimental phase. You know it, how it does. You know how food companies will put out um a slightly changed version of existing. Oh, product? sure. Pepsi Clear. Sure. Diet Coke with lime. Yeah, that's right. Pepsi Clear was a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. But this is this, you know we, you know we joke about it, but mm-hmm. I mean they've got a factory that's cranking these things out already. Yeah. Um, so it's not like they're you know it's just something that's done in des- a design studio. Somewhere. It's not a concept it's, car. It's not a concept car. It's it's out on the road, not here yet. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a European vehicle at this point, but yeah. um, it, it's still the Signet is a is a city car. It's a really really small uh, car that was built for you know city congestion. It's it's what they call and they say this many times in their their literature about this thing. It's tailor fit for the city. Yes. And, uh, that's yeah. kind of one of their, their little catchphrases for this vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really for, you know, like the Aston Martin DBS driver that, that simply just doesn't want to drive, uh, you know, that vehicle into the city and, and deal with the parking and the congestion and sure. the possible door dings and, you yeah. know, the, the, everything that goes along with it. Um, but they still want the Aston Martin experience. They want to drive something that's Aston Martin inside and out. And mm-hmm. uh, apparently, uh, the Signet vehicle, which looks an awful lot like a Toyota IQ, um, <laughs> it, you know, with some styling differences, you know, inside and out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what this apparently is. It's it's uh, it's it's something for the Aston Martin driver to get in and out of the city, or you know, to use it for utilitarian purposes, really. But still have that luxury feel that's of right. a full-size sedan in a compact city car. Very tricky, but they're apparently doing it, and they're doing it with, you know, like they they use all Aston Martin materials inside this thing. Yeah. Um. So you know, the handcrafted leathers, the mm-hmm. uh, the the metals that they use inside, mm-hmm. um, the the appearance of the the gauge cluster, you know, the the mm-hmm. the um, instrument clusters. Everything has an Aston Martin feel, and they even say it has because of that. It has an Aston Martin smell. Uh, there's, yes. you know, the 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 typical smell that you'll smell inside, which is, you know, the the fine leathers and metals and mm-hmm. everything. You know, it's funny, but I, I completely understand what they're saying about this because I used to have a British car a long time ago, an MG, mm-hmm. and it smells like other British cars that I've been in. I can I can. It takes me back to it every time I get in one, like an old Austin Healey or something mm-hmm. like that. They all have a very similar smell. Because of the materials and the woods and everything that was used inside the vehicle. And I think, yeah, I remember when we were talking about that because we have a podcast about new car smell. Yeah. And then in the new car smell, that's, that's, uh, you're the one who hipped me to that, Scott. Oh, really? The British cars smell different. Yeah, it, they really do. And, and honestly, uh, it, it's universal. I mean, you can get in an old Jaguar and it'll smell mm-hmm. the same way. It's really and now, strange. Now it's a selling point, uh, for the Signet, but let's also keep in mind, we should, we should say, 
we've alluded to uh, the interior and exterior changes. We want to make it clear they do replace a lot of body panels and stuff there. It's not just an IQ with a nice inside. No, it, it but it definitely has this uh, this DNA from the IQ. Definitely, um, you can definitely see it in it. It's it's mm-hmm. it's dramatically style. Well, it's not dramatically. It's it's. Eh, how do I want to say it? It's, it's, it's uh, more stylish. I it, think. it is more stylish. That's for sure. I, I personally, I like the appearance of this thing. It has hood louvers, yeah. has a big wide grill in the front, like uh, like other Aston Martins do. Um, just it, it's it's really unique. It's got four seats, which doesn't happen in all city cars. Oh, that's right. That's one good point. Is it has four seats, and they say that it's for four passengers, but I think it really means three adults, one child. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the way they do these city car things. That's the way the IQ is as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a four passenger vehicle, but it's a little cramped. Well, yeah, because pretty soon they, they'll say, they'll start having to differentiate between, you know, adult passengers. Yeah, that's true. Junior seats. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But, um, do you, let's see, the, yeah, the, so the four seater, uh, aspect of this is pretty big. And you know what? I'm going to join with you in sticking up for this car. I've heard some people describe it as ugly. Um, there, I think there's a lot of whenever you mess with a brand like Aston Martin, you know, mm-hmm. something so high end, luxury oriented, you are going to see traditionalists come out of the woodwork to have uh, to to object to changes. OK, I've got an argument that goes uh, that uh, that furthers this or actually that that that. Exp- what I want to say dispels that. Okay. I guess maybe that's the best way to say it. Let me know. Now, uh, you would think that Aston Martin owners, and they probably will still, but they might scream, uh, what about exclusivity? You know, I bought this Aston Martin. It's a handmade vehicle. Um, you know, the, the, everything is handmade on this thing. The, the bodies are handmade on them. They're, uh, they're, they're hand built. So is the, so is the Signet. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing about the Signet is that, and this is, this is something that maybe hasn't been quite as well publicized, but, did you know that you have to own an Aston Martin already to buy a Signet? I was wondering when we were going to get to oh, that. Oh, I did. I blew your uh, your surprise, huh? No, no, no. Yeah. I was pretty sure that you knew. So, <laughs> so you know, when they say something about exclusivity, but most people don't know that. No, most people don't, and that's really that's one of these odd little quirks about this thing is that yeah. to buy a Signet, to, in order to be eligible to buy mm-hmm. a Signet, mm-hmm. you have to first own another Aston Martin. And uh, so that that kind of takes care of that argument, I think. Yeah, and definitely it adds uh, it adds another layer to the idea of it doesn't just take care of that argument; it sort of amps up the exclusivity. I think it does. Yeah, I think yeah. it does because it, so it's not suddenly uh, you know you can get it. It's not like this entry level Aston Martin, even sure. though it, it is and it isn't. It's it's the low end of Aston Martins because um, of the price. And we can talk about that too, if you like, because I think that's important. But, um, you know, when you look at the price of the thing, you have to remember that that includes another Aston Martin, really. You yeah. have to already have owned one or it's already on top one. of it. Exactly. And we should also take a second to note that, at least in my mind, Scott, this really lends a lot of credence to the idea that the Signet could be seen as an experiment in some ways, an experimental product. Yeah. Because they already, they want to make sure that they don't overproduce them, and the best way to do that is to already have your numbers yeah. uh, figured out. Well, that's initially. This is initially because they right. may they may offer these to just the general public. You know, they may say that you know the Signet's up for sale. However, right now mm-hmm. you have to be a, a 
previous owner, like we mentioned, and they're only going to come in two colors to begin with. There's this launch <laughs> yes. edition, and the launch editions are black and white only. And mm-hmm. there are certain features on each one that you know you can you can play around with because that's one of the things that Aston Martin prides itself on is that um, each vehicle you're able to you're able to personalize it just mm-hmm. as you would a larger Aston Martin vehicle. You know, one of the um, the bigger vehicles that they sell, and you know, even though it is based on this. Toyota IQ, you know, it's this collaboration between um, Aston Martin and Toyota. I mean, clearly it's that design. Um, it, it's it's really – what they're calling it is the first luxury car that is a city car. It's the first luxury car of its kind. Mm-hmm. So it's a luxury city car. It's a brand new um, – I, I, I hate this term, Ben, but it's a segment buster. I, it's I don't, a what? A segment buster. Yeah. I don't like that term, but, but, but it really is because it, who – no one – at no this point, tried it. has made a luxury city car because that's that goes against what really the city car is all about. Mm-hmm. It's about economy and small size, and luxury car is the exact opposite of that. It's it's uh, indulgence and it's it's uh, it's large size vehicle mm-hmm. that's that's plush and and everything else. But this one is the combination of the two because, like they said, they, you can make it inside what you want it to be, um, outside the same. Really, there's mm-hmm. some there's some personalization that can happen there, but it's still. Very exclusive because it's still an Aston Martin. And make no mistake, this is Aston Martin is taking pains to let Aston Martin owners know that this is still a luxury car. Uh, for instance, a uh, description of one of the launch editions. The black signet features a unique kind of paint that has the dark overtones with subtle deep sea green undertones. You know, there's, it's kind of very nice. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, but they have like, they're also adding things like the launch editions come with a luggage set. Did you hear all about all I this? I did a custom luggage set, which a is series uh, of, of uh, you yeah. know, you find that type of thing in Ferrari. You find that in Lamborghini that they, that they, a Bugatti mm-hmm. that they have a custom, uh, you know, a custom, uh, what do I want to say? Like a, a designer that yeah. will build, you know, luggage that perfectly fits in the luggage compartment of the vehicle. Or the luggage, uh, the, you know, the tiny little luggage compartments that a Ferrari has. It's just so proprietary. Exactly. Yeah, it bothers uh, me a little. Louis Vuitton or whoever. Before we do price. Oh, oh, yeah. Before we do price, mm-hmm. can can we read stats as like the? Please the, do. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So I'll do regular voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're talking about an engine um, that does somewhere. Uh, I'm hearing some places. I'm hearing like. 98 and some I'm hearing 97. But that's the horsepower. Horsepower. That's not terribly impressive. No, but uh, look at the size of the vehicle. Size and weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure that it has a sporty feel. Aston Martin wouldn't put something out that didn't have a sporty feel. If it was geared a different mm-hmm. way, um, I'm sure that there's got to be some performance aspect to this little city car. It's got a 1.33 liter uh, four-cylinder engine, Toyota, of course, and uh, it apparently can go zero sixty uh, two yeah. in a little bit more than ten seconds. Oh, hmm. okay. I take back what I said about the performance. But when are you gonna? You know, if you're driving <laughs> a city car, and and for Pete's sake, man, if you're driving a city car in a European urban center, yeah, you're probably not gonna have. Realistically, you're not gonna have that many opportunities. No, you won't have the chance to really let it all. You got to go to somewhere special to redline. Exactly, and this is a tiny car too. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's three meters long, which is what nine feet ten inches. Yeah, um, it has a turn a, an incredibly tight turning radius. I, th- I think actually not incredibly tight, but it's a tight turning mm-hmm. radius. Uh, Thirteen feet one inches is the turning radius, which is pretty good, and you need that for city driving. 
And it can go 106 miles per hour, which is just not bad. I not mean, you're bad. not going to do that in the city, like we no. said, but uh, it doesn't have a blistering zero to 60 time. Um, one thing that it does have, though. What's that? Pretty good fuel economy. Ah, uh, yes. Actually, really good fuel economy. Do you know? Do you see the numbers on this? This is a manufacturer estimate. It's not um, EPA certified or anything like that yet. Right. It's over. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing the estimate there. Uh, over. I've got the number. I've got is like fifty six and a half. Fifty six point yeah. six. That's what I've got. Yeah, fifty six and a half miles per gallon is what this thing is getting, and that's pretty darn good. I mean, I mm. think that's enough that. Uh, um, you know, that puts it up in the, the hybrid range at this point. I mean, you're talking does, about a, yeah. the, the city cars that we've talked about in the past, you know, the, the smart vehicle and all those, they get, they get decent mileage. I don't know if the 56, that's pretty, uh, it's pretty high. Okay. Scott, now it's time for us to, to take a second because we have buttered these listeners up. Oh, they're about, excited about this little car, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Take it down a notch, man. All right. What's the bottom line? Here, I'll hit you with this. Now you got to remember, you got to buy another Aston Martin first. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. I've hypothetically. So that's, uh, you got to remember that. Okay. okay. So whatever that is going to run you, I mean, hundred thousand plus. Right. Um, probably two. <laughs> I got a deal. I'm 120 grand you in wanna, the hole. Let's. Okay. So we, we know that this thing looks an awful lot like a Toyota IQ, right? Oh, you're playing. You're playing uh, a dirty yeah, game. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Do okay. it. Do it. Toyota IQ. The price is ballpark. $16,000. Okay. Okay. So that's um, kind of what you'd expect for a city mm-hmm, car at this mm-hmm. point, right? Aston Martin Signet, $50,000. $50,000. And that's what, uh, this is essentially, I mean, <laughs> if you want to consider the Aston Martin like a DB, you know, the DB versions, you want to call that a, uh, a yacht, mm-hmm. this is like the dinghy. <laughs> so, um, this is what you would take on the, uh, the shore excursions into town. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd use the, uh, the GT vehicle for, you know, the, the grand touring vehicle for going, driving across the country. Sure. Um, so you're talking $50,000 in addition to another vehicle, uh, that you have to buy that's, you know, 100,000 plus, which is probably more like 200,000 really. And to be, to be absolutely fair though, this is, um, it's one of a kind. It, it is. I mean, I, I know that they're they're producing them in this factory. They're still mm-hmm. hand built. Still mm-hmm. an Aston Martin. Yeah. Um. Still has all the uh, the luxury features of an Aston Martin. That's what I was going to say. There's it's, a lot of value add. I I think so. I mean, yeah. I I really do. And it's a it's a cool looking car. I mean, it, it definitely has some style to it. It's not just a uh, cookie cutter vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh. It's it's definitely attention grabber. Yeah. If you're an Aston Martin fan, it is worth it is by all means worth your time to go online and check out some of the publicity pics they've released. Sure. Enough styling cues in this thing that you can spot that it's an Aston Martin. Mm-hmm. It does have an Aston Martin look to it. It, uh, you know, <clears throat> it makes me, it makes me think of, uh, I feel bad because I used this comparison in some other podcasts. I think in a Chronoplans, I said something about, this looks like a plane in a boat had a kid. Mm-hmm. This kind of looks like it, it, the result of a Toyota, uh, Aston Martin pairing, but, I, I'm going to go ahead and say, although you can see similarities with the IQ and stuff, um, I, I'm going to say this is an Aston Martin car. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the all the normal things that we associate with the Aston Martin brand are in this vehicle, here's, except for size. Here's what I'm thinking. Just wait a little while, a couple of years, and uh, you know Aston Martin's going to throw some gigantic engine in there and then up the performance, and there's going to be a little sport version with, you know, fender flares and, oh, yes. and wide wheels and big exhaust like and maybe a roll X-S. bar. and uh, yeah. yeah, I think there's going to be a special edition at some point that's going to have 
true Aston Martin performance. Lower because, profile, probably. Exactly. You know, they, they do that kind of thing often. And, mm. uh, you know, if you don't want to jump on board with this first edition, wait a little while and see what Aston Martin comes out with, because I bet there's going to be a, a high performance version. And let's go on a big note here for the listeners. Um, let's, let's end on a big note because when, Scott, when you and I see a company like Aston Martin, um, expanding out into a very new field, you mm-hmm. know, like compact city cars. Yeah. Relatively um, new. Yeah. Well, relatively comparatively new. Sure. Um, the, the big question for me is, uh, not, not so much just about this one model, but rather, is this indicative of a trend and are we going to see this trend expanding? Will Bentley, for instance, come out with a luxury city car? You know, I, I'm not a fan of segment buster as a phrase either. You know, I think Mercedes has a couple of small cars. Um, mm-hmm. Audi has uh, some smaller vehicles on the way. Yeah. Um, I, I think it is a trend. I think that, you know, this is going to, we're going to see more of this from some luxury makers. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, you'll probably see high prices just like this, but, um, you know, there's a, there's a segment of the population that's going to find this very attractive mm-hmm. and is going to buy it. I think it will sell. And it's a, and I think it's a smart long-term move because the, uh, more and more people live in urban areas, um, and gas just becomes more and more expensive. So you know, people want this. I think that one day when, um, and I, I want to talk about this someday, we're not going to do it very soon, but, okay. um, I think that one day when this becomes a vehicle that, you know, is available to everybody, not just at Aston Martin owners, I think maybe you'll see it as like a Neiman Marcus Christmas vehicle, you know, that they offer through the catalog. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, special edition. It'll probably sell out in three minutes like the mm-hmm. other ones do. But um, I, I see there's a market for for this in this luxury car market, this luxury city car market. I bet you there's going to be a lot more of it. I rarely say this, but I did not see that coming. No, I didn't either. Um Did you guys see this coming? And if you did, what do you think about a trend of smaller compact city cars? Do you want one? Do you hate them? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter. Who would you like to see building? That's the best question. That's the $10,000 question right there. A compact Lamborghini. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) More Uh, like a go-kart. Yeah. (laughs) A Lambo cart? Sure. Um, So... The best way to tell us what you guys think about this is to write to us at our email address at carstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. To learn more about the podcast, click on the podcast icon in the upper right corner of our homepage. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. 
compatibility. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com.